1: to Nobody Panic with me, Stevie, and me, Tessa, coming to you live, live and kicking. Kicking. Um, I've realised at the start of most of these episodes, I always go to immediately like explain the podcast and you always say coming to you live. And for some reason, I've still not figured out that I should pause at that point. So you can say coming to you live from the bunker.
2: Well, I should let difference. you listen. Look, we're both at fault. I should let you...
1: No, no, I wasn't going to say anything, I was just going to be like, this is a podcast where we help you do things. Unhelpful, if you're listening, you
2: probably already know that. I think it, (laughs) uh, it does what it says on the tin. What's on the tin? What's on the tin?
1: What's on the tin today? It is... A hundred grams of restarting a friendship that's died,
2: or the sort of more um, jovially lighthearted title, "How to Restart a Friendship." True, because it also friendships don't just
1: die, and I think that's that's the thing. When you are, when I was younger, uh, when I was younger, I thought that you know you had your friends, and then you'd have them for the rest of your life, fine. And then if you didn't, that was like. Oh my god, the friendship is dead. Mm. It's all, it like it's like a it's a it's a very sad thing because a, a lot of my friends would have, you know, friends from when they were growing up and they would see them all the time still and like having this kind of group of girls that are with you all guys that are with you for your whole life, the whole journey. In all the films it's always like I've been with you since you were in diapers, man. And you're like, "Oh wow, I want someone who saw me in diapers." But actually, the reality is is that people come in and out of your life and so I've got some some friends that I see maybe once a year that I grew up with that, you know, I don't, we don't call each other every week and we don't like go for drinks all the time, but they'll, they'll always be my friends. And then I've got other friends who I used to be really close with that I'm just, I literally just don't see at all anymore. And I used to feel really bad about that. But it's like, you no know, that's that's
2: what life is actually. mm. Well, good
3: That's
2: to talk. <laughs> yeah, see, Bye. See Bye. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's exactly that, isn't it? Of Like growing up is the older you get, the more you're like, oh, okay, friends will come and go. And then when you're at school, you you see these people for eight hours a day, and then possibly the weekends as well. And so it's a big jump to leave school and realise, you know, you've got to that a lot of the friendship was based on that shared experience mm-hmm. and then the older you get the more that those shared experiences are harder and harder to find and that's why you have your work friends and then your friends from competitive hockey or whatever you're into and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. and then the when you get really I was going to say when you get really old and you have a baby then your friends become other people with babies you know mm-hmm. because your shared experience now is is babies your shared experience used to be both doing advanced math GCSE you know Mm -hmm. and now Mm -hmm. it's and now your your pool of friends becomes oh babies it's just circumstance
1: that's all it is and it doesn't mean that you don't like them anymore or that you know you can't be friends you can you can jump start that whenever you want to you just have to kind of put in the effort but then there, there are some friendships that have you know, you've had significant, like even like a breakup, or you've had a, a thing where you've very much work close and you what you don't speak, and I think we'll we'll try and cover both of those today. Yeah
2: oh, I'm sure there is a person, everyone listening, I'm sure has a person in their life that they would immediately spring to mind to be like, yeah, I don't see this person as much or talk to them as much as we used to. We used to be so close. And now we've just drifted apart for often nobody's fault, time, distance, jobs, relationships, all all kinds of different things. And you're like, oh, that makes me really sad. And I would really like to restart that friendship, not just be like, oh, well, I guess that's that's gone, I guess. I guess being a grown-up is just mourning another friend gone. You can be like, no, no, that you can get that one back again. You know, it's all, it's totally within your grasp. Before we dive right in, Stevie, what's your adult thing this week? My adult thing is
1: that I bought a phone because my phone stopped being able to call or receive calls, And uh, it was I was trying to make a doctor's appointment and I couldn't. And I got really angry, being like the doctor called me, but like his phone was broken, and then my phone broke in the middle of the conversation. I was like, oh no, it was mine. And I have been in a very lucky position. To when I was working at aforementioned online women's magazine, I got given an iPhone because I used to be a beauty writer and I would film little videos about like video reviews of lipsticks and foundations and I test them on my own face and stuff. And they gave it to me for that. And so then when the, so that was like an iPhone 6 and then when the iPhone 7 came out they updated it so I Ooh. got the iPhone 7 and I've had that for four years and then it broke so I've actually I, before then I only had like 30 pound the, wor- like the, the worst like the worst phones. So you could like look I love Motorola but they've got 400 followers on Twitter and there's a reason for that do they <laughs> like, actually? yes uh, <laughs> so they got, like, little it like Motorola it's very sweet and I used to love the Motorola phones they were 100 pounds great but like now I needed one proper. So I was like, oh, well, I guess now is my time. I'm going to buy an iPhone like the people of the world do One on the Website it was like, they're so expensive. Like, oh my god, it was like, it was like 800 pounds for the one that I was like, I'll just buy, I'll probably buy that one. It's not the newest, but you know, it's like, Jesus, right? No, okay, I'm gonna have to really. So then I've tried to go on Amazon and I was looking at all the reviews, and like half of the reviews on Amazon when you buy them secondhand are like, they're great, and then the other half are like, probably this was stolen off somebody because, and you're like, oh my god, I can't even know. And so then I did buy one off Apple. And uh, it was so expensive that I screamed while I was buying it. And I was like, well, at least it'll be really cool and great. And they just, like, transfer all the information over. So it just feels like my old phone. It doesn't feel any different. There's no excitement there. There's no joy. It's got facial recognition, which is so... Depressing because when I did the facial recognition picture, I was wearing makeup, and then this morning when I looked rough as shit, it didn't recognise my face. So <laughs> horrified by the entire experience, but that's what that's what adulthood is:
2: spending so much money on a phone that you scream and then really looking so dog the- rough that they can't. The facial recognition technology can't doesn't know who mm. you are. What a journey we all went on there with you. Not helpful to you now, but eBay is a great.
1: No, because you. Consistently, and I love you dearly. You you consistently buy devices off eBay that don't work, and then you have to buy more appendages for them, and you're in an ever you're in a a cycle. And I thought it, and I thought, be smart and save money. And then I thought, no, because I don't want to have to buy more things all the time, and I want a, a phone that works for
2: like five years minimum. So there we go. Look. You're so right. Buy cheap, buy twice. I was just thinking about this stupid thing that people say about measure twice, cut once. What's that? It's about drugs. <laughs> it's, no, it's for um, No, it's for when you measure and cut things with wood. Okay. Uh, What's the relevance? If you measure twice, cut once. Messages be absolutely if you're totally certain of your measurements and you get it right, you'll only have to cut it the once. You won't you won't fuck it up. Oh, okay, I hear that now. You yeah, won't yeah. just be like, oh, that's 10 centimetres short and I don't know how, you know? So we're of the people who aren't even... We're not even measure once. We're like, guess guess once, cut seven to 10 that. times. I don't have in the other room. Yeah. I don't have to take measure. Measure it with this piece of ribbon-ish. <laughs> and then it's, it's too, too small, small, so you have to cut another bit and glue it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I back you, you know, it comes to a point where you have to buy the expensive phone so that you don't have to... And it
1: wasn't the most <sighs> expensive, but it was certainly
2: more expensive than I could have ever dreamt
1: that I would ever pay for a phone. And then I did think, well, I spend so much time on it and I think that's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. being an adult; you have to sort of prioritize. You start, you start to have to prioritize what you're going to spend your money on. I remember the first thing I would do that with was makeup, and it was like, well, foundation is the most important thing to me because of my skin. If you've got good skin, you you doesn't. You, if you lipstick shit, no one cares because you've got great skin. And I used to have quite bad, uh, like, acne, hormonal acne. So I'd spend all my money on f- on foundation, and then buy cheap as shit lipstick but my skin was glowing and i think phone phone and laptop i have to prioritize because that's where i work it's my office anyway that is the longest other think i've ever
2: done normally it's you're giving the good anecdotes and maybe it's-, it's that uh whoever goes first just feels i've got free reign And whoever goes second just holds their bandaged hand up to the camera and says, I got stung by a hornet. (laughs) Guys, I got stung by a hornet today. And that hasn't happened to me, well, ever, actually. But I haven't been even stung by a bee or anything since I was a kid. When, Stevie, I know you won't like this. One flew in my mouth. Holy shit! Why have you never? Oh, because you would, you didn't want to hurt I was protecting me. you, and then I thought I yeah. would reel it to you live on, on a recorded medium. I can't even imagine what that was like. It flew in my mouth. I was eating some ice cream in it with a spoon, and it as I went in, it just went in. Okay, that isn't—that's a, a dream. That's a nightmare I've had. In well i've lived it and life. it was absolutely fine but uh guys i picked up my jumper today off the ground where i'd left it yes yes in the middle of the grass and there was a hornet inside it <laughs> but i have put it in cold water then i put germline on the special antiseptic thing for insects and then i've bandaged it up so it was, it, and, then, and,
1: then, and then what's up to everyone saying i've been stung by a hornet and i want you to know i'm very very brave <laughs>
2: I use the phrase tremendously brave. Tremendously <laughs> yes brave. I WhatsApped a number of people just to let everyone know that I'm being extraordinarily brave about this whole situation. It's it's so this is the thing about being in lockdown, is there aren't enough people to show, you know? Your talking about being stung by a hornet. So I'm telling everyone um, now.
1: Back to how to revive your dead friendship. I'm um, gonna look
2: stop that. It's just a I friendship don't... that's gone off the boil a bit. And I think we've all We've all got one.
1: A thought that I had a lot of my life is that I often would feel that um, I, I I would I was prone to sort of thinking, well, they haven't they, they don't WhatsApp me to hang out, so you know. But then I wasn't helping them either. The one thing stopping you from reaching out to somebody is often that, well, they're not reaching out to me and we haven't spoken and they haven't spoken to me. And then you have to realize that if you're not speaking to them either, one of you is going to have to do it. Like, cause the other person is just thinking the same about you. So, and if, but if you really feel that there's something there, then it's good to, you, you be the one to go forward. But I read a thing on oh, gosh. In the magazine, the cut about how important it is to, remember actually they said um uh do a post-mortem on your on your on your friendship i was like why is it also such like death imagery is that if you've had a friendship and it's for whatever reason has gone off the boil and we've all got them for various reasons and you want to reinvigorate it make sure that you're not just reinvigorating it for the sake of it and make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons, just like there is a reason that you want to restart the friendship, there's a reason that it went off the boil. So if it went off the boil for reasons like, you know, if it's a personal thing, if you really struggle with an element of their personality, or they made you feel a certain way over and over again, so you couldn't cope with it, well, they're... What means that? what makes them unlikely to do that again? Like you know. So you have to kind of see whether it's something that you would want to start up again, or whether you're you're just a bit like, oh, I want to friends with that person. I want to be friends with them again. And make sure that you're mm. restarting it for the right reasons, not just uh, because you kind of quite fancy it. Because friendships especially as you get older they they you have to put a lot of time and effort into them and you, there's no point in we've said it before and we'll say it again there's absolutely no point in surrounding yourself with people that don't make you just go oh yeah it's this person if, if they may feel weird or odd even if that's your fault even if it's coming from you there's there's no point like this that's not good for either of you so make sure that you're you know that you write down a, or a list or thinking in your head you, you know you that when you start this friendship again, it's not just going to bring up all the old wounds that you used to have, you know?
2: Yeah, I think if you're looking at the ashy remains of several friendships, some of them are just time and distance and things. Nobody's at fault. And sometimes when you think, oh, why why did we stop hanging out so much? You'll be like, if once you do your post-mortem, you will be like, oh yeah, I remember. And sometimes it is okay to let those fires go. And exactly what Stevie's saying that, if you're, if you're, uh, it's so easy for us all to be like, well, no one's invited me, well, no one invited me to this thing. And you're like, well, did you invite anybody to your thing? Like, it's not all on somebody else. You aren't the, you aren't a passive character in this story. You have to be the active character.
1: When I had my 30th birthday, I wasn't very well at the time and I was a bit like anxious, or more anxious and I, and I hate organizing parties. So I basically just invited like, like my very, very close friends from uni, And that was it. I didn't invite people from my journalism thing, because at that point I was like more of a journalist and I didn't invite anyone from comedy and I didn't invite anyone from home. And there was an Instagram that was put up or something or I think I probably put it up about like, oh, my 30th or whatever. And what I didn't realise, completely fair enough, like, some of my friends were, like, were really hurt. (laughs) Really, like... So then I had to go on the WhatsApp... Had to, but I was happy to do it. Like, went on WhatsApp groups, various WhatsApp groups from people who were not invited, just fully explaining, like, I just... I couldn't cope with the thought of friendship groups mixing. And I couldn't, you know, like... And create more parties. So I'm so sorry. And it was n- it was no reflection on you, or whatever, and that was fine. But then afterwards, lots of people were like, "Oh yeah, we sort of felt a little bit like oh, I guess Stevie doesn't really want to be off. Not like I guess Stevie doesn't want to be a friend anymore. But like that it, to that effect. Mm. Yes, and and also if a lot of people um, do break up with friends or do kind of I suppose it's called call a break up. Why not about um, over things like that? Not inviting someone to their wedding, not inviting someone to their party, and there's there's often. A reason for that, and you have to like before you're just going to go like fuck you. You have to find you know ask them because they might be like they couldn't afford it or they felt embarrassed or they didn't want to you know. So those things, the, the the reason that you broke up in the first place may not be what you thought it was.
3: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. Tip number one is
2: it's on it's on you to do the reaching out. Don't think it's on the other person. It's on you. You're both mm-hmm. in the same boat. That's number one. Number two is be prepared to be really honest with each other when, you know, someone says, oh, hey, why didn't you invite me to that thing? Or, you know, why did this? Why did we have a bit of a breakup? And don't don't start the conversation with that. With with why are we why are we broken up? Begin with your own apology of like, I'm really sorry that we haven't hung out, hang out as much. This is why it is from my end. These are my things that I'm apologising for and bringing to the table rather than saying, like, why don't we hang out anymore? It's because you X, Y, Z. Or why didn't you invite me to this? Or why, why, why? Be like, hey, I'm taking, I'm doing my 50% of this friendship.
1: Yeah, and also there there are friendships as well that have, that you may have felt slighted by something, but you never told the other person. And then it just kind of disappeared. And then years later, you have to kind of ask yourself, is it necessary like, to come back and be like, by the way, in 2009, you didn't invite me to your birthday party and that's why we went not friends? Or is it nice to just be like... Hey, I'm, we haven't hung out in ages. Do you want to go and grab a drink or do you want to And then of course, if they avoid you and they don't want it, fine. There's obviously something going on there, but the, you have to like weigh up whether this is an this is an instance where you um you go in with with your like let's talk about the thing that broke us up or we're able, you know, it's a long time ago. We've moved past it. And I think there's like it's very hard to decide which one is which and like wh- what is just sort of unnecessarily digging up old bones and
2: what yes. is like preserving and presenting the bones in a museum will be appreciated I think you cannot present the bones in the museum unless you've dug them up and washed them off so I would I would uh, always to the side of lancing that boil dig up that grave let's you know let's hang out the stuff because that friendship can't move on if everybody is dancing around an on a burial ground. <laughs> You're so
1: right. You're so right. And this is, yeah, I'm just, I'll I'll just be dancing on those those burial grounds. Damn
2: it. Yeah. You'll just be like, well, this is fine, this is absolutely fine. Nobody mentioned it. But I say that I probably maybe need to do a little bit more not mentioning it. And you might do, do a bit more digging up.
1: Digging old bones. What would you say, this is a specific thing, well, it's not really specific, but I'm just interested. What would you say, if, so say if like a friendship had, had, had gone both ways because one person did air some you know like oh you've hurt me or whatever and it's sort of been awkward or whatever would you then would you then say that the person who wants to reconnect should they say all all that again or is it like do you then is it just dead
2: so one person a has hurt b yeah and b but then b wants to be friends again yeah has a apologized at any point not really uh, fuck them <laughs> <laughs> no, that's
1: good just try and get the all the different A and B situations out there
2: I think if, if they've hurt you but you do really value their friendship I think that's a good one for you Or always at the beginning of being like do you actually want to be friends with them you know if they've hurt you they've not apologised but you're like oh I should restart that friendship it's like oh wait they were horrible to me yeah. um, if it's if it, you feel that there's maybe b- both parties didn't do good stuff and you were both in a difficult point in your lives and you both know that you you both know that you were irrational but for reasons, mm. then I think it's okay to... Yeah, I think I think you have to. Otherwise, you'll just always... It'll always be the elephant in the room and you've just got to address the elephant.
1: You're carrying the ghost of this dead friendship around.
2: Yeah, absolutely. A, I, I mean, this is about relationships, but a friend of mine, they, there was a cheating issue and they got back together. And her position was that they would never mention it again. And I was like, that is... An absolute recipe for disaster. Good luck with that. Good luck, friends. And lo, of course, it exploded about a year later because I was like, every time you have a row, every time they do something, every time they in any way upset you, the very first thing out of your mouth at the front of your mind is always going to be this unspoken thing and you 'll both just be dwelling and festering on it and not mention it just tiptoeing around the elephant you 've got to lance that shit you 've got to talk about it
1: otherwise it just builds up and builds up and it builds up and builds, never... up and builds up and builds
2: up and that friendship you know you can 't build a friendship on that, so yeah, hang all that dirty laundry out, get it all out there, and you'll be so surprised if you don't go for this like when we talked about this before about like um listening and having difficult conversations and all of these sort of things that we don't go in and be like why were you such a bitch you don't say were you a bitch because you were, <laughs> were you a bitch because you had lost your job <laughs> and like don't guess just be like <laughs> <laughs> okay it feels like that's something that you've done <laughs> we're a bitch because you're a boyfriend cheated on you oh you didn't know that okay <laughs> i don't think i even said why i think i was like listen we all know you're being a horrible bitch because you've lost your job or whatever <laughs> But like, don't, it's not your job to be the psychoanalyst. It's your right. job to say, hey, like, why do you think you were so sad during that time? Or like, why do you think you, you know, to let somebody answer their question in their own way without saying, look, we know it was because of this. Then then the other person is like, fuck
0: off. Yeah. So
2: let let people, you know, let people talk about it in their own way. And, and then And then there's nothing, there is literally nothing better in the world than when you raise something with somebody and they say, oh, I'm really sorry I'm doing that. It's because of, This reason, and it's a reason you had no idea about. You would never have thought it. It's nothing to do with you, it's so separate. And then you're like, oh my God, okay, I'm really sorry. I didn't know that. And then we can all, you know. It's very rare that the thing
1: you think it is is what it is. Like people are very complex, and people are you, yeah. You tend to centre yourself in all of the narratives. Exactly. Like, I guess it's because she hates me, and you're like, well, it's very rarely because she hates you. It's very, it's often a plethora of things.
2: I was just thinking about a terrible party I went to where I found the hostess crying in the kitchen <laughs> because of some chicken goujons. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, completely unrelated. I mean, it's not related. It is about this, but she was crying about the chicken goujons, and she said, and she really meant the chicken goujon. I've really upset. Character A, because I ruined the chicken goujons. That truth to her was so real. And I was like, I don't know either of you, and I'm completely confident it's not about these chicken (laughs) goujons. And then didn't know anyone at a party, just, like, happily um, playing psychotherapy in the kitchen, being like, okay, let's all talk about our problems. But it was obviously nothing to do with that, but she really thought it was, and she would have carried that with her forever. So you've got to, yeah, get the stuff out. It's not the chicken goujons, Guys, it's not the chicken goujons.
1: With friends that you... There's not been a falling out. You just have, like, circumstances have changed, and you just you know you might live in different places you might live in different places in you emotionally like maybe Mm -hmm. the the, the classic is that like Uh, you're a single lady about town and they are uh, uh, with their husband and their three babies outside on the outskirts of town. And so that's a classic one. So friends like that where you're like, oh, we no longer play hockey together. What are we going to talk about when you haven't seen them for years and years and years? A nice thing that I saw is that like, don't go into it expecting it to be exactly the same as it always was. Go go into it sort of expecting kind of like trying trying to get to know them for the first, almost like you're trying to get to know them for the first time again. Because like, obviously, you know, don't just pretend you don't know them. But I mean, like, you know, do all the kind of like, oh, I've really missed you. It's really great to, c- to catch up again, all of that. But then approach it in a way that is, you know, don't go into it with any preconceptions about the person that you're trying to re- reconnect with and don't just kind of presume presume anything and and ask questions and, yeah, re- re- really do reacquaint yourself with them rather than just being like, well, we just like we used to be, like because it might take a bit mm. of time
2: as well. And I think when you you say let's say you've reached out you've done the thing you've maybe even hashed out some of the old issues and you're ready to start your friendship again i would say meet up for the first time on some neutral ground not at either of your houses and at somewhere new or doing a new activity or something because if you go to like there's something very tragic about going to like oh your favorite old place or this thing that we used to do because you're not those people anymore and Mm -hmm. you and maybe it'll be a wonderful trip down memory lane but maybe it'll just be like oh gosh both of our lives have really gone in different directions since we shared it here so let's take these two people who are different people now but can still be friends and let's start this friendship again you know somewhere else in a yeah. in a new restaurant in a new bar doing a new activity learning a new sport or skill or you know st- start it again So i think you obviously got so much shared history that you can draw on anything to like start the conversation rolling but then don't just rely on those memories because then you're just sort of too the people who haven't got a, a present you only have a past
1: yeah i think that's a re- that's a really good you you're not trapped by the fact that you knew them yeah. 10 years ago like you still have things to say you can still like you know we also have a look at we've got, we've got some episodes on like small talk and things like that and like how important it is just to ask questions so if you're feeling nervous or socially anxious just, just ask some questions be really interested in their life and people will l- really appreciate you for doing
2: that and you'll get it back and then Hey Presto. Hey Presto, you're off. And I think be open to both if you're both not in a position where you're able to laugh about how it might be awkward to start this up again. Maybe mm. that's the message to be like, this friendship is okay. It had its time. So like yeah. I think you've got to be I <laughs> we used to go my school friends who are all still very close. I I think due to the work of several members of the group who are just absolutely committed to this. I love those people. Which is so, yeah, God bless those people because if it was me, I would never see a soul like, once I've left the room, I'll never see you again. We, when we were at school, a friend of ours used to have this like ramp, it's this old, an old shack, but like a very, very old uh, farmhouse with an outdoor toilet and everything in the south of France. And we first went there when we were 15 and we would go for a week in the summer holidays and we did it every year in the summer. And then when we first could start to drive, we could drive ourselves there. And it was like, so many memories are like about this. But incidentally, all girls were very uncool. Nobody had any male friends. And then <laughs> we all, we went, the right after we left school, that was our last time. And we didn't go while we were at university. The girl whose who's old farmhouse it is let friends from university come everyone was very upset about that and then we went in like then we went after we'd all graduated but there was a real tension and that and also people were in that terrible place where like everyone just graduated everyone had sharp elbows you know everyone was like really yeah. like you know you couldn't really ask like what are you doing someone's like what, what are you doing yeah, <laughs> we <were> all, nothing, <laughs> nothing maybe do an internship or something sharp like people were so fragile we went on this trip everybody had privately thought to themselves like what if we aren't that good friends anymore like we all went to different universities we've had different things and we got in the car and my friend Sally just got in the car and then in, like cl- honestly closed the door and went what if we're not friends anymore like what if- guys everyone been thinking about what if this is so awkward we're just not friends and then it meant that everyone could talk about it a bit and then we were, dr- and then there was like silence in the car for such a while and then Phoebe who was driving just turned around and went has anyone um anyone had a Twix recently <laughs> 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 and it was like and she did, meant it so sincerely she was just trying to make small talk but it meant everyone could laugh and we could all ad- like admit that we had all been worried about this and what if we didn't have any memories anymore and blah 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 and then we could build the friendship again you know yeah we could, we could get through it but it does take that someone being brave enough to admit like what if this <laughs> yeah what if we're not yeah. friends and, and, and just trust that your friendship will survive it because you are good friends
1: absolutely and on the flip side of that like you might re- reconnect with them and you might not be friends anymore it exactly. might be really hard and then that's really sad and it's always sad when 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 someone that you used to know really well it's just not the same and I think that is something that I've come across quite a lot with uh, friends of mine talking to me about other friends and also myself re- reconcil- reconciling mm-hmm. the fact that Throughout my life, there are definitely people that have meant different things to me at different stages and now just don't mean that thing anymore. But I still see them at parties and we still like have a nice time. But maybe I like wouldn't go for dinner with them one on one anymore like I used to just because we're not in that place anymore. We don't know each other as well and we've moved away, or sometimes it just doesn't feel right anymore. And that's that's like that's so fine. You, you, like, I've got a friend who used to be. Um, used to work in uh in a in a job with um someone who's like a, a basically a pair and they used to live together as well. And then like they basically like they're they're still friends, but they used to be inseparable. And that was really hard for my friend to deal with that because she was like, Well like what what does this mean if we're not gonna be all like together all the time? And you're like, well that just means still friends like it's, it's it's okay like you can have different sorts of friends and i always see f- friendship groups as being this like ever-changing like categorizing where it's like okay well they are a lot closer than uh, they used to be and now uh, now they've sort of like move, moved away again and that that's fine or they're you know they're they're, they're into, into different things now like i had a lot of friends that like suddenly got really into like partying and drugs at one point and i was like okay well I, I i can't be with you at this point but then they come out the other side and you, you're still there and then you maybe have a different relationship but it's like still nice like it doesn't it didn't have to be the same all the time but it's lovely that you have a group of friends that have remained so close because those names come up again and again when you're talking about your friends and that's really lovely and I think a lot of people wish that all friends could be like that and and it's just not the case sometimes Um, and that's okay is what I'm trying to say.
2: Yeah, I mean, don't think it's all just for anyone listening who's like, oh, my God, I haven't got a single friend from school. I. It's not always roses. I remember leaving a party once and saying out loud to the air, I think I hate all my friends. <laughs> you know, so like, I think I hate everyone. So, you know, there's definitely been, um, it, it, I think it's just nice. Is that sort of Baz Luhrmann quote of like, the older you get, the uh, the more you'll need people you knew when you were young. Or who knew you when you were young, and you think like, oh yeah, it's just nice to have somebody who's there to like laugh about what you were like as a, a teenager. And, and yeah, it's exactly what you're saying that like people just people just move on, and you there will be other friends for you, and there will be other different people, and like you know, it will all it will all be okay. But trust that. Trust that the one that you 're thinking of when when you heard that this podcast title was restart a friendship, the friend that popped into your mind is worth the one is the one worth fighting for
1: yeah definitely um, and and, and, if, and if you know it's they they don 't feel like you 're worth fighting for or they they 're not interested in reckoning that as well then look that 's okay a relationship that doesn 't mean it doesn 't reflect badly on you it 's just that 's just one person, and then you have to start looking at the friends that you do have, which I often will focus on the people who who I feel like don't really want to be my friend rather than the great friends I have. And then I'm Absolutely. like, oh, why, why am I putting my energy into trying to make this person like me when I can just like go and hang out with some people that I laugh loads with and it's really easy. So like, I think you have to, yeah, it, it, it's, like, it's like a slightly, no, I was gonna say it's like a slightly lesser, a hurt than a relationship I think it's exactly the same hurt as a relationship
2: um, yeah it's absolutely the same hurt as a relationship we just don't have a name for it because we're not supposed to take it as seriously but it's 100% there and it's not just the losing of a person it's also a losing of a particular time in your yeah. life and like and and just you'll realize how many people you need in your life who are really really up to date on the storyline oh like God, who massively. just I remember texting a friend once and saying the apple was in my shoe and <laughs> that 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 like no I couldn't possibly have told anybody else because I'd have to explain so much like backstory and it isn't even a very interesting story but if you've lived it right up until that moment you just need to like a few times i always feel like when you are reconnecting with a friend you need at least like
1: three or four five times of seeing them on the bounce so that they like exactly hey, great way of putting it so they get brought up to date with, with your storyline yeah they're, they're on season one and you're on season
2: four and there's and so much going on you've got to catch them up with the plot you solved a murder in season three like there's so much going on <laughs> yeah. exactly so you don't don't punish another person for not being up to to date with the with the where the plot is and because it will make you feel like fuck it forget it but you you can get there and it is worth it to have people with you um just to finish on a couple of um just if you're thinking okay i'm gonna do it just like some some good ways in for Mm. that person and and exactly like what you're saying stevie of like there needs to be a few times on the bounce so don't think like one dinner or one thing is going to be like i'm done that's it we're (laughs) we're back in like expect the first couple to be like tentative hello but yeah just send them a, a whatsapp they can all be casual you could even mention this podcast and say i oh, just listened to this podcast about starting up a friendship and you're the person i really want to reconnect with mm. um a friend of mine last new year's i got a text saying happy new year my new year's resolution was to hang out with tessa more and i was like oh puff, puff, puff." Sorry, Tessa says puff,
1: puff, puff when she's feeling happy. I just think it's, like, very... It's not a common thing, so i just... It's got a chicken.
2: Thoughts. It's a chicken. Oh, God, have you never seen... Guys, well, let me tell you how a happy chicken moves. They, like, poof, they puff up all their feathers, and they go, oh, puff, 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 and it makes you, like, a really proud chicken.
1: Oh, I thought it was just, like, puffing your chest out, which is it, it is. Say, say, say. it's, safe, safe, it's very specifically a
2: chicken. When yeah. they've laid an egg, they go... They're very funny. They make all their... F- Feathers really big, and they they just do this very funny. Like oh, puff, 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 Sorry, I sorry I didn't explain that, guys. I thought it was completely obvious. I, that <laughs> I just thought
1: I'd dive in, and I'm glad that I did. Like, see, yeah. turns out you've got to ask the questions. Turns out, it wasn't what you what you thought. Who doesn't want to receive a WhatsApp, even from someone who they thought you know the friendship was fully dead? Being especially those people being like oh I just yeah I just thought it'd be really nice to chat like it's just so nice to get that and being like saying that you're someone's New Year's resolution I've definitely done that because I've I made like a list of people a few well yeah. th- this year and that didn't go well because then I couldn't leave the house but like being like these five people I'm, I did not see enough last year and I'm going to make a distinct effort and then yeah you I WhatsApp them being like you're my person I'm going to make an effort with and just so you know I'm coming at you and it's funny and it's nice and it makes people feel everyone just wants to be liked unfortunately unfortunately that's mm. all we want, and so it makes people feel good, even if they they weren't expecting it. Even like it's so nice. So yeah, a yeah. thing
2: that you saw that you thought I saw this and I thought of you. Like there used to be that beautiful Royal Mail advert. Do you remember that?
1: No.
2: Oh, when we were at school, maybe there was a Royal Mail advert. It was called I saw this and thought of you, and it was just people seeing like a funny stone or a little thing or something and putting it in the post to send to somebody. Aww. Or or like. Some guy had a wobbly table, and oh so and then God. always they it ended with the person who received the mail just looking like Poof, puff, wow, Poof, <laughs> puff, puff, puff. I feel amazing <laughs> that somebody knew this this plot hole that I had in my storyline, and they sent me a little something. Mm. to To talk about it and so like think how amazing you would feel and then just be that amazing thing for somebody else or, like send them some posts send them do the i saw this and thought of you i just saw this or like i saw on your instagram you were doing this it's amazing let's you know would love to see I'm you i'm in or, town i'm in town later i'm in on. town let's hook up yeah yes. no, no no don't no. bring that energy but the 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 motive is the similar the motive and sentiments the techniques are the sentiments yes. are there please so, do yeah find a reason to reach out it doesn't have to be a cool reason. Don't apologize for it. Come in confident and strong. Be prepared to dig up some old bones, wash them off and discuss them. Mm. And and believe in your heart that they that the end result will be really positive and maybe not what you thought it was going to be and it will feel so good to move on and to be able to be like, "Ah, oh, the elephant, we have put the elephant outside to roam yes. free rather than and, dragging him between us."
1: And even if the friendship doesn't work or they're not, you know, they're not as um they don't come back with anything particularly positive or whatever. Well, look, you've still put that elephant out. You've still dug the bones out. You can, you
2: can send them off to the museum. Exactly. The, put, exactly right, Stevie. Okay, put good. those museums. Put those museums in the elephant. Put those <laughs> elephants in the museum. It's not a waste. You still dug those bones up. You still got over it. You still clean them off. Put them in the sarcophagus perfect and you know, now where, now you know it's just like and now you, you know, you know. you're in the you're in a so even if it doesn't work out you're in a better position than you are right now where you're still dwelling on something that didn't work out or you don't know why it, what happened or you aren't yeah. friends with this person and even if it doesn't at least you tried and you gave it a go and you Definitely.
1: Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, if, if that helped, and if, please, if you if you were inspired to reconnect with with a friend and you become like great mates, oh my God, please tweet us at nobody panic pod. Love that. Or email us now. I want to really apologize because I went into the email and I found some emails that were from quite a while ago and I haven't replied and I'm so sorry, but I have read them and I will reply and I'm really sorry. And we do read them because some of you send such lovely emails. And then when I read them four weeks later, I'm like, Oh god, if I'd have read, if I'd have said that, then they just hadn't replied. I feel like such a wally, but please don't. And then tweet us as well at Stevie M. Um, the S is a five. That's me on Instagram and Twitter.
2: At Tessa Coates, my. Short-lived gluten-free blog <laughs> that didn't work out, um, and then also, if you like
1: the podcast, I just thought I never say this. Why don't you give us a review? Leave us a review. Oh, Leave yeah. us a rating, and uh, I hope you guys have a lovely, lovely week. We'll be back next week with more how-to's and said about the.
3: That's stamps.com. Code program.
2: Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont.
3: And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell.
2: If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.
1: We have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this.
2: Is it on all the platforms?
1: Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.